Good morning, Trinity Lutheran Church. Thanks for listening to that prelude by Jean-Baptiste Louis. Thank you, Sheila. Uh, welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church. It is, hmm, it's the third Sunday after Epiphany. And uh, themes today follow and light. And so um, this first song that uh, Ron and I are going to play here is called You Have Come Down to the Lake Shore from the uh, Hispanic tradition. And um, we welcome you to sing along on the refrain. That'll be up there. And um, yeah, so it'll just show up and uh, you can help me sing it. You have come down to the lakeshore. Welcome. Welcome to Trinity.
Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy uh, January 22nd, third Sunday of Epiphany, the season of Revelation, as we move through uh, the ways that Jesus is being revealed as being more than the carpenter's son. Thank you to the choir for being here. Thank you to our musicians, that beautiful prayer. Welcome to all those online, including Pastor Dennis and Jerry. I talked to him a couple days ago. He said, we're watching every morning. So welcome to them and so many others near and far who are a part of our Trinity Lutheran Church family through the airwaves. The order of service is printed for you in the bulletin. Everything will be projected for you as well. And so if it's comfortable, I would invite you to stand. Gathered in God's house, we worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our gathering hymn, we are called. <laughs> now in the first uh, prayer of the morning that we share 
called Curie Eleison, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy on us. to sing and a little jazzed up or something Carl right yeah just stay awake um, stay awake we're going to sing it's just a little fun um, we, we're going to sing this wonderful old hymn text to four different hymn tunes so that you'll start and end with the familiar one so fear not um, it sounds like it's supposed to and then it just goes on to tunes that are should be mostly familiar to you so we'll try to lead the way Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing.
The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we have come to worship you and praise you. We have come to lift a thousand tongues as we give thanks for the blessings of this life and to offer our lives and our service as a response to your love. Open our eyes, touch our hearts, quell our fears, feed our souls that we may go forth offering your amazing grace without judgment or distinction to the tired and weary world. Blessed to be a blessing, we pray in the name that is above all others, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Please be seated. The first lesson is from the 25th chapter of Genesis. Once when Jacob was cooking a stew, Esau came in from the field and he was famished. Esau said to Jacob, let me eat some of that red stuff for I am famished. Jacob said, first sell me your birthright. Esau said, I'm about to die. Of what use is my birthright to me? Jacob said, swear to me first. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and lentil stew, and he ate and drank and rose and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. The word of the Lord.
it was great. Thank you, the choir. You know, after a long pandemic season that we went through, it's so good to have the choir back. And uh, back among us, we really missed you during that long season of online worship. Thanks for being here this morning. I'll say the same thing Carl said, stay awake. You know, that's always good advice, even though if you're tired and need slumber, that's okay here too. Uh, First of all, do you recognize this place? The address is 11 Wall Street, New York City. It's the New York Stock Exchange, founded in May 17, 1792. As the name implies, it's a place where exchanges are made. Stocks, bonds, money, they all change hands. The sermon title this morning is The Exchange. Epiphany. Jesus was baptized by John. He was then immediately tested in the Judean wilderness. And now he's come out of the wilderness and we return to Epiphany in the fourth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Now when Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and made his home in Capernaum, Capernaum by the sea. From that time, Jesus began to proclaim, repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. As he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of people. Immediately they left their nets and followed Jesus. As he went from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father, mending their nets, and he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus went throughout all of the Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness among the people. A happy story. The gospel of the Lord. Happy maybe, but outrageous as well. Did you hear that? Do you understand what's going on here? What if this were your son or your husband or your brother? Andrew, Peter exchanged their nets and left their profession, a profession that many of you have aspired to in retirement. They exchanged their nets and their fishing boats to follow Jesus, a move that could be described charitably as a misguided decision or a foolhardy gamble. James and John, the sons of thunder, left their father Zebedee in his fishing boat to follow a no-name rabbi who had just moved to the town of, um, from Nazareth, Nazareth of all places, a green bank-sized wide spot in the road. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? The four fishermen exchanged boats and nets and what little security they had in life. And as they did so, the cry went up from their families, What? Are you out of your mind? 
Think about us. Think about your families. You know nothing about this man. This will not end well. And they were right, you know. And you and I certainly would have discouraged our children or our grandchildren from exchanging everything to follow some religious guru from Green Bank. No, not Carl. (laughs) For better or worse, what did they do? They made the exchange. The exchange is an everyday part of our lives. No one escapes the exchange. Sometimes it works out, sometimes we're not so lucky. But all of life is about the exchange. It may be dangerous to roll the dice, but there is really no escaping it. We make trades every day, some wise, some foolish. In 1867, the United States government, not yet recovered from the Civil War, made a trade. We gave Russia $7.2 million, and we took possession of not a waterfront estate in Alaska. No, we took possession of Alaska. The exchange was a good one for us, and it changed the course of history. Now, earlier in 1803, the United States exchanged $15 million, a lot of money in 1803, with France. And in the exchange, we received the Louisiana Purchase. That would be 13 states at a cost of three cents per acre. Now, in the closing days of 1919, the Boston Red Sox made a now infamous deal in exchange. The Red Sox received $100,000. The New York Yankees got Babe Ruth in the exchange. In case you're wondering, $100,000 now will buy you two Mariner season tickets and one beer. <laughs> and in our first lesson, we heard the story of the twins, Esau and Jacob, the sons of Rebekah and Isaac. I heard you chuckling as it was read a little bit. Esau had arrived in this world just moments before his twin brother. In fact, his twin brother was holding on to his heel at birth. He was therefore the firstborn, and in that culture that gave him considerable power, the birthrights were his. But one day he made the exchange. He traded his inheritance and his position, and might we say his honor, for a bowl of stew. Now many years ago I was called to a parish family in crisis. You see, their son, who was a star in the high school basketball team, was caught drinking alcohol at a party, breaking family rules and breaking the South Whidbey athletic code. When I arrived, we had a good conversation. This uh, you know, was clearly not the end of the world. We all make mistakes. The important thing is to learn from those mistakes. So I asked the young man, I said, how much... How much did that beer cost you? Oh, he said, no, I didn't didn't pay for it. No, it was free at the party. It was free. I said, really? It was free, so tell me how much it cost. And he looked at me confused as if uh, I did not hear his answer, and he just kind of shrugged his shoulders. I said, let me put it another way. What, What happens now to your basketball season? 
He said, well, I'm suspended for three games, and I'm no longer the captain. I said, okay. And at home? Well, I'm grounded for three weeks, and I lost the trust of my parents. And the conversation went on for the, like this for just a few minutes, and I said, so tell me again. How much was that beer? And was it worth it? And I'm happy to report when he grew up a little, I officiated at his wedding. <laughs> and he has become a model citizen and father. The exchange. All of life is about the exchange. We exchange our limited time, our limited resources, and, our, and opportunities, hoping to get something better in return. Couples exchange vows and make promises, gambling on love and marriage. Perhaps no exchange is more beautiful or dangerous than marriage, unless, of course, you want to talk about the exchange of our time and our money and our sleep for our children, a life sentence without parole. <laughs> One of my closest friends at Luther Seminary, we lived right next to him in the student housing there, he also had a, an MBA from the University of Minnesota. And in the late 80s, when Felicia and I started having baby girls every other year, he told me that children didn't pencil out. He was right, of course, but most of the time, I reckon it was a good exchange. The exchange. On Sunday mornings, you do it. You exchange a little more sleep, a little gas, and an hour or two of your time to be part of this community, to share the mission of this place, to hear good, new, good news and good music and marginal preaching, <laughs> and to surround yourself with people who care for each other. You see, all of life is about the exchange. The fishermen in our story exchanged a lot to follow Jesus. They took a chance on a rabbi from the Galilee that they knew very little about. Now, we exchange all the time. We exchange money for food, for cars, for homes, for our tech gadgets, for theater tickets and travel. And each time it is an exchange of limited resources. We make choices that should be consistent with the values of our lives. We exchange our labor for money so that we can exchange our money for other stuff. It's been said that Americans sacrifice their health to make money and then spend all their money trying to get their health back. It's sad, but often it's true. Exchanges have been a part of the story since the dawn of human history. From Neanderthals to the Jetsons, unless you have everything you need and every talent necessary for life and comfort, you must be willing to trade. Okay, you're all awake, so by show of hands, how many of you would give up chocolate for the rest of your life if I gave you $1,000 this morning? Go ahead. Okay, about eight of you. Okay, if I had $2,000 here, how many of you would give up football for the rest of your life watching football for $2,000? Okay, that's about uh, 60% of you. That's interesting, is it not? Okay, let's change gears for a second. Uh, how many of you really like the car that you have right now, the car that you drive, right? Okay. Most of you like the car. Most cars are pretty dependable now. Okay, you like your car that you have, but what if I offered you $100,000 this morning? Would you take it? Yeah, me too. I'd give you both of mine. <laughs> you see, everything for sale is for sale if the price is right. 
Now, how about this? If I offered you five more years of life, but you had to give up your cell phone forever, how many of you would take that? Okay, interesting. I'll call you. Um, No. (laughs) Jesus said, come and follow me. Leave your nets, leave your boats, leave your father and follow me. Now, I offer you no benefits, I offer you no pension, no health insurance, though if you get sick, I'm pretty good at healing people. And if you die, I'm rather proficient at raising the dead. Come and follow me. And what did they do? Immediately, they did just that. They followed Jesus, and he proclaimed good news, healed the sick, and offered a new beginning to horrible lost sinners. It's a happy story. The exchange. For what would you give your life? What will you do with the precious time that you have? And how will you spend the money that you've earned or inherited? Don't trade your birthright for a bowl of stew. Don't give your one precious life to Boeing. Don't give your wife and children away just to lose to the Dallas Cowboys. I'll explain it to the non-football fans. Don't hoard your time. Don't hoard your possessions. Early in my ministry, a man took me aside. He said, Jim, never, never give your love to something that can't love you back. Cars, homes, property, work, they don't have the capacity to love you. So don't give your love to them. Make the exchange. We all do it. We have to. But make those exchanges with eyes wide open. Jesus put forth an invitation to four fishermen. Come and follow me. And that same invitation comes to you and to me this morning. Now, there are no promises of financial success or protection from aging or protection from disease. Jesus simply invites us to join the party. A party made up of broken people like Peter and Andrew and James and John, broken people like Jim and Amy and Carl, bumbling disciples who sometimes get it right and sometimes get it wrong. Join the party, Jesus said. Join the party of those who are called to share good news and heal the sick. None of us are perfect, but we're better together. So what can imperfect people like us do? when we work together. What happens when we exchange some of our wealth for the common good of all? I would like to end this morning the sermon by by showing you a check. On this day of our annual meeting, I want to show you just part of the exchange that took place in 2022. The exchange for good that this community made in 2022. 507 thousand five hundred and three dollars that's a lot of money and what did we do in 2022 we gave it away in some ways you could say that we received nothing in return does it pencil out I don't know does it make sense to give money away like that is it a wise or foolish investment exchange You see, we exchanged 507,000 of our dollars, and because of that, 35 students went to college on Trinity Lutheran Church scholarships last fall. 
We exchange $507,000 in return. Our neighbors I'm with me have food and shelter and clothing. We exchange $507,000, and because of that, those devastated by disaster can now rebuild. And because of our gifts to world hunger, we can say without question that there are people alive today that would not have been alive if we had not made the exchange. And when I say me, I mean, when I say we, it means all of us together, but it also means you. We could not do this. We could not be the community that we are if you stayed in the boat and kept mending your nets and refused to follow Jesus because maybe it didn't pencil out. The disciples of Jesus, make no mistake about it, they never got rich. No TV ministries in those days. There was no money in religious movements. There was no paycheck. And they never really experienced the security we all desire. They did not live to a ripe old age. And their families probably thought they were crazy to the very end. But by following Jesus, they changed the world for the better. They experienced abundant life, a joyful life, a generous life. They experienced love and forgiveness and hope. And then they shared all of that, the good news, with all who would listen. Well, we're back to the New York Stock Exchange. Fortunes are made and fortunes are lost right there. And on the sunny shores of the Sea of Galilee 2,000 years ago, simple fishermen were offered a nebulous exchange. Leave your nets, leave your boats, leave your life, leave your father behind and follow me. Every day, folks, we make exchanges. Every day, by necessity, we exchange time and energy and resources. Make those exchanges. But make them with eyes wide open. And then join the merry mischief makers of Jesus. Don't give your life or love to anything that can't love you back. And don't trade your life for a bowl of stew. In 2023, we'll continue to follow Jesus. And as a result of that exchange, we're going to change this island change the world and together change our lives for good. Amen? Amen. I'm going to invite you to stay seated for the hymn of the day. Will you come and follow me? As we sing our hymn of the day, everybody will sing verses 1, 3, and 5. The low voices sing verse 2. The high voices will sing verse 4. Risk the last to stare. 
It's a sung response. We'll sing that once now. of the world, open our hearts and minds as we call on you in prayer. God, you have called us to be the light to the world. Help us to be faithful as we seek to follow your light, Jesus. We have been called to welcome, love, and serve all people. We have been called to work for peace and justice. We have been called to feed the poor and bring comfort to the afflicted. Give us courage in this holy calling as we journey toward the light. In the face of the trials of our lives, we sometimes feel helpless we are plagued by addiction, disability, discord in our families, and problems that seem overwhelming. Give us the courage to put one foot in front of the other, to face each day seeking your direction. Help us to be wise as we journey toward the light.
holy God, we rise each day to so many blessings. We wake up, we breathe, we are fed by loved ones, our hearts beat again because of the hands and advice of doctors, nurses, and other healers. We see and hear beauty, enjoy good food, revel in the company of friends, and sleep in warm beds. As we recognize these gifts in our lives, let us be mindful of those who, because of circumstances or history, have less or perhaps no access to these blessings. Guide us to the level, to level the ground and seek joy to all as we journey toward the light. Gracious God, our world is troubled. Your children suffer as the powers of light and darkness do battle. We pray this day for the people of Haiti, Ukraine, Peru, Brazil, and all who are devastated by violence and turmoil. We lift up the community of Monterey Park, California, as they grieve the loss of life after last night's mass shooting. Send your Holy Spirit to the leaders of communities and nations and the leaders of religious movements. Give us courage to work for justice as we journey toward the light. these things and whatever else is upon our hearts, we lift to you, gracious God, trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ, our light. Amen. Amen. I invite you to stand and share the greeting of peace. The peace of the Lord be with you. Thank you for sharing that gritty in the peace. Awesome. After the service, uh, take that good energy right over into the gym for time of coffee and cookies and uh, fellowship together. Please uh, do join us over there. Important part of our journey is to share the journey with one another. So take that time uh, in the gym. Um, Lots of announcements printed in your bulletin, so just take note of those, all those things that are happening most every week and some things uh, particular to this week, but take a look at that. Uh, we'll be having a service next Friday at 11 o'clock here for uh, Gordon Simmons, um, a long time uh, uh, Sharon's family and long time uh, Island family here down in Clinton, and uh, so that's Friday at 11 o'clock right here at service. If you'd like to help by baking cookies, there's a sign up out in the narthex uh, for that as well. Today, 11.30, roughly 11.35, 11.37, somewhere like that, depends how long the sermon goes. Um, <laughs> we'll have our, our annual meeting. Uh, so I'm guessing that meeting will last under an hour, maybe 45 minutes or so. Uh, but we'd encourage you to take a bulletin of reports, uh, one for your family. They're out on the table in the narthex. They tell the story of uh, 2022 at our church and look forward a little bit to 2023. So take one of those, uh, read up, 
Come back if you'd like to, but you can always uh, call me if you'd like to talk about anything that's in the report. Uh, don't hesitate to give me a call, and we can sit down and talk about any of that uh, as well. Deacon Amy. Good morning. A lot of great things going on here at Trinity. Uh, special note, Sunday Forum this morning and next Sunday. Uh, uh, continuing two more weeks on the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, we have some great resources, different videos and uh, perspectives to hear on that and conversations. So that is in the fireside room between services at 9.15 every Sunday morning. Uh, high school youth group will be meeting at 12.30 today following the annual meeting and middle school students meet every Wednesday at 4. And then coming up, high school students are returning to Holden Village this year for May Youth Weekend in Holden Village. There's information about that in the gym and sign-ups are due by next Sunday. So if you have a high schooler that might be interested in going along, come see me. I would love to chat with you about that. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Carl, you have anything for us or you're good? I'm good today. You're good. I knew that. Uh, so the, uh, the flowers today, the beautiful flowers up here, are from Verna and Earl Lawson. Um, and um, it's Earl's birthday tomorrow. Earl's got a birthday tomorrow. So happy birthday, Earl. Um, you know what? We probably sing to Earl. Let's sing to Earl. stand if it's comfortable as we transition uh, to the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer is sung. Uh, the words of Jesus put to music by Carl. sanctuary to go out those doors make a difference in the world where you find yourselves this week and as you go may God bless you and keep you may God's face shine on you and be gracious to you may God look upon you with favor and give you peace in the name of the Father of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen. and now an aerobic ending we are marching singing dancing in the light of God
love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.